welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Collective. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am so glad that you are here. If you are enjoying these episodes, please leave a review. That would be amazing. Today, we are talking about who stays in the family home. This is a common question that I get asked as a family lawyer all of the time, and it is really, really tricky because it is different for every single family. Around the time of separation, it can be really difficult to know who stays and who goes. And it's really important to know your rights and obligations as it's difficult and uncertain. Everyone's circumstances is different and it's important that you're both as practical as possible, which isn't always easy given that you are often both very emotional and it can sometimes play a part and get in the way. So I've got a couple of things here I'm just going to run through and they're often questions that I get asked. So I'm just going to run through these questions. So can one of us kick the other one out? It is possible, but it's not possible without a court order. You cannot be forced to leave the premises at the demand of the other party. However, if things get ugly at home and domestic violence forms a part of the relationship, and your separation, then the court can make an ouster order to have the perpetrator moved out. It is better to come to an agreement and try to stay as amicable and as sensible as possible rather than going this route. But if there is domestic violence, that is an option. In the federal circuit court, you can also make an order or have an order made where one party relocate. Um, usually that would be done by consent, however. So next question, can I change the locks? Yes, technically you can change the locks at any time. (laughs) Depending on your circumstances, this could be a great idea, particularly if your partner's moved out and you feel like they just might be walking in any time, you know, helping themselves to the fridge or whatever it might be. Um, But if you underhandedly change the locks while your partner's at work or the like, This can cause a lot of drama, Uh, so think twice about taking these steps. If your partner is also registered as a homeowner, then they do have the same rights as you. This means they can re-enter the house, um, reside there if they desire to, or even change the locks themselves. You just think before you act in terms of playing any of those kinds of games. Next question, have I have left the home, do I have to keep paying the bills? Well, in usual circumstances, the party who is residing in and has sole occupancy of the home will be expected to pay the necessary outgoings. This includes mortgage, um, repayments, rates, utilities, and other bills. However, during separation, parties need to be practical and consider the capacity of each person to pay these expenses and who's got the primary care of the children, if any, all of that type of thing. The reality is if you are in the home and you don't have a way of paying the bills, you can simply not pay the bills. Really what needs to happen 
is that the way that you have been paying for everything really should continue to be paid that way until you have a final settlement, which is when we finalize usually by consent orders, your property settlement or your parenting arrangements so that you are both then living individually. There is a lot of risk around not paying mortgage and outgoings. For example, if the mortgage is in your name, then you risk the mortgage going into arrears, which could mean that you end up with a bad credit rating. And you don't want to end up with a bad credit rating. You want to be able to move on into your new life with a clean slate. So really, the parties just need to be sensible around these things. Another question I get is how can I get my partner to leave? So as I said before, there is no way of forcing your partner to leave except through appropriate court orders. Um, And the best thing to really do, I mean, I know it's really uncomfortable when you're living under the same roof and you're separated. The best thing to do is to negotiate a final outcome as soon as you can so that you can both move forward with your lives because sometimes it's just not practical for you to be running two houses. Remember, it's going to take time to sort this out. It doesn't happen overnight. So the time immediately after separation, honestly, can be really difficult for everybody. Keeping your cool and not not acting impulsively when it comes to occupying the family home can really go a long way to helping you reach an amicable and quick property settlement. If you can possibly remain level-headed and try and negotiate a a sensible outcome regarding who remains in the home and how the mortgage will continue to be paid and all of that kind of thing, it can really, really help you to move forward on a final basis. So please keep all of those things in mind. And if you are in doubt in any way, please go and seek legal advice about your particular circumstances. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, You have got this.